to Saturday nights. It is episode 288 of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. I'm Elio. He's Ben. Ben, what's going on? Finally, a regularly scheduled show. <laughs> this is a minor miracle. All the pay-per-views are are done for now uh, until well, the middle until the middle of December and the end of December. Well, actually, you know what? For for WWE, we're done until Royal Rumble. If it wasn't for Tony Khan, we would have a nice extended little break. But no, I know, right? Who 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 puts on a pay per view at the day before New Year's Eve? Come on, seriously. We want to uh, enjoy our holidays. We don't want to be in a full in a stadium. Watching wrestling on uh, during the holidays. Well, I just I, I don't know. But you, you know, the the thing is, if the pay per views are good and they have a reason for happening, and I I mean I mean story driven reasons for happening, right? I, I'm good. You know, I'm a I'm a wrestling fan, um, you know, through and through. So if it's good stuff, I'm not gonna complain, right? Right. But but it's just um since AEW has expanded its pay-per-view schedule, um, it has made this podcast um I don't wanna say harder to do, but uh, more um it's more of a workload because it's so much to cover, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, as much as I love, you know, hanging out with Delio, sometimes we just want to do our uh, Wrestling History 101. Right. And, uh, by the way, I, I got to talk to you off the air. We might have to change the name of that. I discovered something online. Uh, but uh, we can talk about that later. Okay. Um, and um, I've always been a quality or a quantity guy, and I bring up that argument before we get, or that point before we get started, because you know, Survivor Series was awesome. You know, for a lot of different reasons. Not not all the matches were awesome, but overall, and then I really felt like. That dynamite was a highlight of the week, surprisingly. But um, Raw, which we are not covering tonight because we already did on the last show, NXT and SmackDown were really um, lacking, and I and I want you to keep that in mind as we go down the review list because I think you'll you'll notice. Um, the review is is a little bit different because I'm going to be talking about story driven points more than the actual matches. Because to be honest with you, Elio, if, I think if we reviewed the matches, we could potentially be done with the wrestling aspect of this show before this 40 minute recording runs out. Mm-hmm. And we already used some of it, some of it before we came on the air. That's how lackluster this particular week in wrestling was. Yep. Um, but with that with that in mind, 
um let's say and I'm I'm not I'm I'm not thrilled about this, but let's say we get into NXT. NXT and I will take that so Thank for- you, sir. Elio, <laughs> <laughs> you are a you are a divine figure. Hold on. Call me Father Elio. Hold on. <laughs> All right, there we go. I got my collar on. There we go. Yes. <laughs> he had he had it on standby. Right? There we go. That's that's my priest collar right there. A bow tie. Boom. Oh, oh it's, <laughs> fantastic. it's fantastic. Very much appreciated. Uh, so for NXT, really, I have the Wesley, uh, the four-way match, which was the main event, and Ilya Dragunov, Nathan Frazier were my high points. Low points was Braun Breaker, everything else. Braun Breaker, Eddie Thorpe, uh, the Andre Chase garbage. Ariana Grace and Carmen Petrovic. I don't understand what Joe Gacy is doing. Apparently, apparently he's lost. Precisely. Apparently he's lost his mind and yes, that would spiral since uh, schism was is done. Yeah, since he lost his flock, so to speak. So pretty much, uh, yeah, everything else is a low point. That's all I got. And is speaking of um, of the remnants of schism, is is Ava still on the show or did she disappear? Because I haven't seen. I thought her I saw. Her, I thought I saw her in the locker room that one segment where Roxanne uh, Perez got into a brawl, but uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. It, I don't. I thought I saw her back in that segment, just like yeah. in the background. I may not have caught that, but honestly, the the high point for me was the main event, and um, you know the wrestling, of course, is is what made it such. But even if I wanted to even nitpick that, um, I could because you know, and I'm not going to do it that that much because I really was a fan of the match. However, I would be remiss if I didn't. Um, bring this point up, and that is, it was a dead giveaway that Wesley had to win that match because none of the other three competitors are active NXT superstars. Right. And uh, unless your name is Dominic Mysterio, you have to be on uh, on NXT in order to qualify for an NXT championship. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not sure what um what prompted that match to be made. Um, you know, it it was certainly a highlight for me to see Johnny Gargano back in NXT. I wish it was NXT black and gold. Uh, <laughs> stupid motherfuckers. <laughs> but that's a dollar in the swear jar because you said you put mother in front of that word. Uh, well, I'm sorry, but <laughs> you know, but you know what? You know, I, I, I should make that a thing in the new year. We have a swear jar on the show. Well, and that, if the money goes to you, you're about to be a rich man. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, but um, 
But really, match-wise, that was the only uh, high point I can give you because I just I learned up a little bit on POV, and um, I think you guys largely agree with me. PO, um, um, NXT is just a difficult um, show for me to get through because I was bored with it this week. Like it, it, it felt like it dragged on. I, I don't understand what we're doing outside of the top tier talent. The rest of the show just seems to exist as filler. And like, I don't know where anybody else on the roster stands because like, and even some of the top guys, I think should already be on the main roster. Mainly, you know, you got Braun Breaker, which I have no idea why he's not on the main roster. You have yeah, Carmelo I, I, I thought he'd be called up uh, long ago. Well, so did I. And, and, and for that matter, you also have Tyler Bate, who since NXT UK folded, right, has has just been flying in the wind like a lost trash bag. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, what the fuck? Um. Sorry, but um, it's a double twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> but Sorry, go on. I, I I don't know, but you know that's really all I have for NXT. I know that's brief, but you know it, it's 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 what it's one of those things where it's like, what are we doing here? Yeah, like you know, I I see people on my own Facebook page who are seasoned in the wrestling business, primarily on the indie scene, but they're like, you know, oh, Shawn Michaels is doing such a wonderful job showcasing the talent of NXT. And I'm like, where? Um, So that's really all I had for NXT. And uh, because you were a prince in taking the pain of NXT away from me, I shall shoulder dynamite. Which, which, in all fairness, it it um it was quite a good show right? on uh, on Wednesday night. And there's something um, wrong, there's something wrong if uh, we're saying that dynamite was a good show <laughs> this week. Well, you know, uh, but we have to be fair. And no, know, I know I'm saying there's something wrong if we're saying that dynamite because usually dynamite's uh, the terrible show. Yeah, well, it's and especially since we stopped covering collision because I don't I don't know what collision is supposed to be, and I'm not I'm not being sour. Right sorry, be, sorry. Be, be, before you get into uh, dynamite, did you uh, see uh, the news about Ric Flair? Uh, no, I didn't. What happened? Apparently, he got in trouble for a promo he cut on Rampage last night. Oh, the, um, the, the inviting the 18 to 25 yeah. year olds back yeah. to the hotel. So apparently, yeah. uh, they, they uh, cut that part out, apparently. Well, well, and for good reason, because if they hadn't, they would have gotten sued. Yeah. You, you know, but the, 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 the thing is, folks, right? So we can talk about Ric Flair's age, and, and sure, that makes it very, very creepy, you know, yeah. considering he's talking about people 50 to 60 years, right? Almost younger than he is. But 
the the reality of it is is this. I'm a 35-year-old man, right? And if I cut that promo, I'd be saying the same thing as if Rick Rick Flair cut it. Because to me, that is creepy as fuck. And you know, and we could we could say, oh, that's just Rick being Rick. Well, I call bullshit. Because that's ridiculous. That's that's the last thing you need on a, a AEW program where the brand has been known for uh, really um, staying on the up and up in terms of the PC game. You know, say say what you want about the. Um, about the roster and about all, all the backstage stuff, but they really do try to stay away from the controversial, you know, like oh shit kind of stuff. Actually, that 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 is the stuff that uh, he used to say back in the eighties, but it's a different time, sir. It's just and Rick, nobody wants to hear about your wrinkly old balls and fucking you know. Ew. To I don't want to hear about it. Shut up. <laughs> but that's my point. Like somebody, somebody takes the mic out of his goddamn hand, right? You know, and 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 in situations like this, right? So Tony Khan has got to stop being a fanboy and stop and start being a boss. Yeah, because you know if he's addressed um, situations. Like this in the past, like what Sammy Guevara had to say mm-hmm. about, um, you know, Sasha Banks, now known as Mercedes Monet, back in the early days. Yeah. If, you know, um, if the Brian Kendrick got fired because he was talking about conspiracy theories, um, and there are other examples as well. You know, then certainly, you know, Ric Flair, um, if AEW sticks to what it usually does, would have to take the L on this one. Yeah. For sure. Um, Absolutely, yeah. um, But anyway, um, so the high points, just really short and sweet, all of the uh, Continental Classic matches, I feel like, have been really good. If I had to... Sorry, I was gonna say now I said like this is a G one climax, um this is their version of G one climax, but I kinda like these tournaments matches. Yes. I yes, I do too. And and, and um also this tournament already feels so much more important than I would argue any other tournament that AEW has ever run outside of the Owen Hart tournament. And I'm only putting Owen Hart tournament in that category because of the sentimental value behind Owen Hart and, and what his legacy means to pro wrestling. But in terms of a straight up wrestling tournament, this has the potential to be the best one that AEW has ever done. Um, so all of the uh, all of the um, matches for that that were featured get high points. Um, if I had to nitpick a problem that I have 
so far with the tournament, it's that Jay Lethal has lost both his matches. Because the fact that Jay Lethal is stuck with Jeff Jarrett and we're not seeing Jay Lethal the fucking wrestler, I I don't understand what what the point of him being in AEW is. See, I don't like because John, I don't like I don't, are you talking about Jay White or Jay Lethal? Jay Lethal. Okay. Um But um low points um wise let me pull up the uh the, the review that i'm using um we have hold on i'm just scrolling so warlow versus ar fox because why in the hell are we still having warlow in, in squash matches and i have a question for you yeah do you remember uh, when AR Fox came in, they were making such a big deal about this guy? Yeah. And now look at him. Well, ever ever since he got kicked out of uh, the Mogul Embassy, yeah. he's uh he's not really doing very much. Yep. And then um from a wrestling perspective, I would also give a low point to the Hardys and Brothers A versus Top Flight and Action Andretti. Um, you say that's a stupid name, Brothers A. Well, it, it it really is. It it's <laughs> asinine. It it's almost as asinine as Butch. Okay, that that's where that lines up. Now the Hardys. I'm sorry. I'm as big of a Hardys fan as anybody could possibly be. Um, but they don't belong in the ring anymore. It is. It I, is. What I said last. What I said on POV. It's just like, I don't, why are they in the rain nowadays? Yeah. Like, just stop. It's, it's almost to the point of hurting their legacy. Now, from a, from a human uh, interest standpoint and being happy for this person, I was very happy to see Darius Martin back in the ring after shattering his ankle Back in March at Supercard of Honor. Oh, that's right. That was uh, that that crazy spot through the table, right? Yeah, off the ladder with yeah, uh, yeah, Pentagon. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and they re-ran the thing, and I got nauseous again. Because seeing that, that is one of the most grotesque things I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, ugh. Yeah, please no more replays of that stuff. Right. And then, you know, TBS Championship, Julia Hart versus Emi Sakura. I'm not a fan of her. Emi Sakura, I'm talking about. I'm I'm sorry. I, you know, she might have 28, 30 years in, in the business, whatever it is. I don't see it with her at all. Nope. It, it's not good. Jesus Christ. Um, and then of course, um, the, uh, (laughs) the completely botched, uh, you know, censorship with, with, um, with Copeland's promo with the go fuck yourself. My God, like, I don't think I've heard a a show uh, that said something like that, like, go. 
without oh. any like wow well i i can pretty much guarantee you we're gonna be hearing news about that because that was just so incredible in terms of how just late that they were picking that up i mean it was just it was that bad Oh, and that, that, that gave me a, a, an idea for post for next week. Because we're doing the top tw- top 20, top 10 or top 20 tag teams. So I, yeah, I think, I I think it's 20. top 20. Yeah, I have to do the poster for that. But here's another one. Thoughts on Adam Copeland's AEW run? Well, so far, it's been inoffensive. I don't know if it's been great, but it's been inoffensive. Yeah, no, I'm saying like so, so. Thoughts on his AEW run so far? And then, um, I think we can get uh SmackDown in before we go. Uh, By the way, yeah, I I had the same hype on all points. Oh, I not not. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Uh, no, no, no. Cut, I'm cut saying I I had the same one, so we're good. Okay, very good, and um. So we'll move over to SmackDown, and I'll take that once again because I appreciate LAO taking NXT so much. Thank you. Uh, so I have to tell you, this SmackDown was a staggering disappointment mm-hmm. um, considering it was in Brooklyn and, um, you know, the post-Survivor Series SmackDown. I mean, nothing about this show seemed important whatsoever outside of Randy Orton in the main event segment. Um, Now, in terms of highs and lows, um, The only high point I can really give you is Kevin Owens versus Grayson Waller. And um, the the low point I'll give you is Bianca Belair versus Kyrie Zane. Uh, something just seems very off um, about that matchup. Even backstage before the match, uh, you see, like, all of them were in there, and then just, like, Bailey uh, walks into the shot. And like she looks all like down and depressed, and you like yells at her, "You stay back here." Yeah, and and the and the fact that this story is continuing past Survivor Series, when we all know what's going to happen, mm-hmm. it makes it hard for me to care more. Yeah, I I just why am why should I still be invested in this? Um, so that was, um, that was a real, and then of course the other high point, as I just said, was, was, um, was Randy Orton's, uh, you know, uh, promo coming back to SmackDown and, you know, choosing SmackDown overall as a brand because he wants revenge over um, the bloodline. Ben, I have to tell you something. You have to do me a huge favor. What's that? Fucking put your cousin on a leash. This guy just like <gasps> kept cutting the us off. Tell Adam Pierce to shut up. Well, if he was my cousin, I I would absolutely do that. Um, because but like no, but no, but it's like for, seriously, 
Like, why, why is he, why does he do that? You don't see Nick Aldis going over to SmackDown and doing that. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's because Triple H is trying to, like, reestablish the lines of the draft, and they're trying to create issues between Raw and SmackDown. What draft? They keep going back and forth between brands. <laughs> yeah, but I, but I don't think they're going to be doing that as much anymore with uh, Triple H fully in charge. Oh, so okay. I think maybe he's trying to uh, rectify some, some of that problem. I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not, it just bothers me like this guy. I, like, I don't know. Ben, talk to him. I don't care if he's your relative or not. Yes, well, I shall get on my, my X machine and uh, see if I can fire off a tweet or something. There you go. <laughs> but um, I hate social media. But nonetheless, um, what did you have for uh, SmackDown? No, mine were the same. Uh, it was a very, it wasn't a very good SmackDown. No, no, not at all. I I told you I told you guys last night on POV uh, that the most entertaining part of my evening was eating trail mix while I was <laughs> watching the uh, watching the show. Um, so no, this was a mess. So that is all we have for the weekend wrestling. I'm going to be back with the fun stuff because I have the Battle of the Bands set up for you. Absolutely. And, and, I, I might, and I might have something else in between. I might have throw in another one or two tournaments as well because these are short ones. Okay, very good. So um, we'll be right back after uh, this quick break. Stay right there. All right, we're back. And uh, Ben, we're going to give you a new gimmick. Oh, right. here we go. So, first up, you're going to have to select your trainer. Are you ready? Yes, sir. And go. Stop. Oh, oh, okay. You're starting off pretty good. Because your trainer is going to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, very good. I like it. <laughs> that works. <laughs> You want to keep track of this because uh, uh, this way I can just do this and you can just uh. Uh yeah, let me um let me grab a notebook. The things I do for you, Al. Okay. So Stone Cold is your uh, trainer. Okay. All right. So let's see who your whose entrance music you have. Are you ready? Yes, sir. And go. Stop. Okay, you have Jeff Hardy's uh, theme music. Not bad. The end. The fuck's that group name? End ever after. Right. No more words. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
Okay. So. Your promo skills you're going to get from who? And go. Stop. Oh. Okay, you have Booker T's promo skills. Not bad. As long as I don't have to do the, yeah, I like it. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Whose moveset do you have? Go. Stop. Oh, okay. You have Harley Race's moveset. Well, I can't argue with this track record. All right, sir. Let's see what your finisher will be. And go. Stop. Wait, wait, wait. I think, uh, hold on, Ben, give me a minute here. All right, so Ben, uh, we're gonna skip over finisher for now. We're gonna pick your partner and your manager and go. Stop. Oh, damn. Your tag team partner will be Randy Macho Man Savage. Oh, very, very good. And your manager will be Harley Race. I love it. Damn, this is like the... Wow. Okay, so let me see something here. Okay, where are we gonna... Where will you be drafted to next? And go! Stop. Oh, you're going to be drafted to Monday Night Raw. The A show because I am an A performer, bitch. <laughs> okay. And who will your first feud be with? Go. Stop. Oh, your first feud is with Sami Zayn. Not bad. All right. So, okay, now we're going to pick your finisher. Uh, go. Stop. Your finisher is the Stone Cold Stunner. How fitting. And what will your first championship be? Let's take a look and go. Stop. Your first championship will be... The World Heavyweight Championship. Very good. And that is it for the for for the new gimmick. So what do you have? Hang on, let me finish writing this out. Hang on. Okay. So for trainer, I have Stone Cold Steve Austin. For my theme music, I have Jeff Hardy's No More Words. For my promo skills, I have Booker T's uh, talking abilities. Uh, my moveset, I also took from my manager, Harley Race. Uh, my partner is Randy Savage. 
I was first drafted to Raw upon my debut. My first feud is with Sami Zayn. My finisher I took from my trainer, Stone Cold in the Stunner. And my first championship is the World Heavyweight title. Damn, that's pretty cool. Yeah, this is that. I would say that's um, that's the best version of one of the, one of these games that we played. All right, so Ben, are you ready to do your tournament here? Your battle of the bands. Oh, very much so. Yeah. And this one now, I told you, I don't know, I don't know a lot of these bands that are on this list, so I will point them out as we go through the matchups. Okay. So, here we go with, first let me uh, turn my iPad sideways because this, these are, this is, I believe, 26 uh, matches in uh, both brackets. Okay, very good. Well, 26 bands in both brackets. Okay, so, your first match in left bracket is going to be the Ramones versus at the gates. The Ramones. Okay. And this is the first one that I don't know at the gates. I've never heard of them either, but historic historically you have to go with the Ramones. Well, yeah. Alright, so your next match up will be your next match will be Emperor versus Celtic Frost. Um, Celtic Frost. Okay. Then we have, so again, two that I haven't heard of. Next we have Tuo and Black Dahlia Murder. Um, I, I've actually heard of both of these, so this will be good. Um, I'm going to go with Tool. All right, so Tool moves on, okay. And next match we have is Megadeth versus Napalm Death. What a death going on. Uh, I'm going to go with Megadeth. All right. And again, I know Megadeth. I haven't heard of the other group. All right. Then we have Slayer versus Judas Priest. Judas Priest. Okay. That's just my preference. And we have Venom versus Mayhem. Are these are these bands or or uh, transformers or or Superman villains? <laughs> um, we're gonna go with Venom. Okay. All right. Then we have uh, Dillinger Escape Plan versus Candlemass. We're going to have that use the randomizer for that one because I don't know either one of those. You know what? Let's do that. Let's go to the randomizer. Give me a minute. I will plug these uh, names in. So D-E 
Dillinger's escape plan, okay, and uh, candle, okay, DEP and candle mass. All right, so let's see what the randomizer says for this one. Because like you, I haven't heard of either one of these. So here we go. DEP it is. Dillinger escape plan moves on. Okay. okay, cool. Then we have Lamb of God versus King Diamond. Oh, Lamb of God. They are epic. All right. And I've uh, I've heard of uh, I've heard of both these I've heard of both of these groups. Next we have Morbid Angel versus Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses, for okay. sure. And Guns and Roses will face the winner of this match, Diamond Head versus Despised Icon. Um, we're gonna need the randomizer again, man. I've never heard of this. Right, right. <laughs> okay. So let's see what we have here. So uh, what did I say? Diamond Head uh, and Despised Icon. Okay. D H and D I. Okay. So let's see what we get here. Diamond Head it is. All Very right. cool. Okay. Then we have Arch Enemy versus Pantera. Pantera. Of course. And Merciful Fate versus Kill Switch Engage. Uh, oh, God, that's a tough one. Um, I'm going to go Kill Switch. Okay. Are you sure you don't want Luchasaurus? I had to. Uh, I, I had to. I had to. Had to. <laughs> What's well, wrong it is a wrestling podcast. That's understandable. <laughs> okay. Okay. The next one um, is a triple threat match. So we're going to, you're going to pick a winner in this match uh, to move on to the triple threat match against Pantera and Kill Switch. Okay. So we have Limp Biscuit versus Metallica versus Slipknot. Oh. This hurts me. I didn't do this. The randomizer made this match. Um. Oh, God. Um. I'm gonna go Metallica, but I do I do have to publicly apologize to Corey Taylor because I do have a special fondness in my heart for uh, Slipknot and in particular your um, your other band Stone Sour. And uh, after the show, I'm gonna send you something uh, off air. I found a video on TikTok that <laughs> I'm like, okay, Ben's gonna like this one. I look forward to it. All right. On to the right brackets. We have Sepultura versus Avenged Sevenfold. Avenged Sevenfold. Okay. Then we have Iron Maiden versus Mastodon. Iron Maiden. Okay. 
and we have sleep versus cannibal corpse. Uh, cannibal corpse. Now, Ben, <laughs> uh, how much do you know about this group, Cannibal Corpse? So, not too much. However, I do have a funny story. So, um, so when I'm working out, typically uh, my trainer gives me control of the aux. So the the music that we listen to. Okay. And um, one of the one of the songs that came up on one of the playlists that I picked was from Cannibal Corpse. Uh oh. And it literally just sounds like demonic screaming, right? So I like no. Oh, 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 oh. Like yes, but, like that. But, yes, but like a thousand times worse. Right? <laughs> so, but I mean, like in terms of volume. Yeah. Um, and uh, and the, one of the trainers was looking at me like, "What? The, like what the fuck?" <laughs> he's like, he's like. What what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Uh -oh. I just need some aggression when I'm working out. <laughs> oh. Now, okay, now Ben. So, are you like a fan of this group, or? Um, no, no, but I have heard enough of them where I understand why they're on the list. So. Okay, so the first time I ever heard of these guys, I know one song by them called Hammer Smash Face. It comes off of my uh, The Ace Ventura Pet Detective soundtrack that I bought in 1994. I actually have both of those movies on DVD. Cool. I love those movies. All right. Next up, we have Mashuga. Which I never heard of versus Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne, and I would pick them even if I knew who, or I would pick him even if I knew who Mashuka was. Then we have Possessed versus Motorhead. Uh, Motorhead. Okay. And Ministry versus Dream Theater. Dream Theater. Okay. All right, Oops. let me just make that correction there. All right, then we have Converge versus Type O Negative. Never heard of either one of them. Ooh. Okay, on to the randomizer. I'm actually doing pretty good, but some of the, some of these I've never actually heard of. Right. Okay, and, so. and I'm a, and keep keep in mind, folks. I am a metal person. Like I'm not just making that up. All right. So let's see what the randomizer says for this one. And here we go. Typo negative gets the win. All right. Okay. So they face the winner of this match: Carcass versus Black Sabbath. Is there anyone a question? <laughs> right. Next, we have System of a Down versus Anthrax. System of a Down. And we have Dio versus Halloween. Oh God, damn! That's a tough one. Uh, fuckery. 
Um, I'm going to say Dio. Oh, right. Just because, like, he is one of the most iconic yeah. like, guitarists in that genre and what such. And the only th one I know from Halloween is Walls of Jericho. Gee, I wonder why. No, like, I even uh, heard of that uh, before, like, uh, before, like, uh, Chris Jericho and uh, the debut on Raw. Very good. All right, then we have Death versus Corn. Corn is one of my all-time favorites. Right? I, I swear to God. All right. Then we have Suicide Silence versus In Flames. Um, Suicide Silence. Okay. And to round out the triple threat, we have Bathory versus Job for a Cowboy versus ZZ Top. ZZ Top isn't metal, folks. I know. What do they do on splits? <laughs> What the fuck? I mean, I, I mean, I was wearing a ZZ Top shirt yesterday. I, it, I, they were my first concert, so I'll go ZZ Top as a legacy pick. But Jesus Christ, right? ZZ Top is not metal. Can, we, the, can we both agree on that? Right, just because uh, Barry Wyndham used uh, their theme, their song says theme. Okay, just stop. All right. On to the next round, man. Are you ready? Yes, sir. I think we get this done in eight minutes. Sure. And the Ramones versus Celtic Frost. The Ramones. All right. And we have Tool versus Megadeth. Megadeth. Okay. Judas Priest versus Venom. Judas Priest. We have Dillinger Escape Plan versus Lamb of God. Lamb of God. All right. Guns N' Roses versus Diamond Head. Guns N' Roses. Okay. And your triple threat match is Pantera versus Kill Switch Engage versus Metallica. Uh, Metallica, because of the legacy and, and you know, they're, I mean, they are a defining band. All right. So. Let me just, uh, okay. All right, so Metallica moves on. All right. On to the right brackets now. Avenged Sevenfold versus Iron Maiden. Um, Iron Maiden, I'm sorry, I'm Shadows. He actually, um, as a quick little uh, thing, um, he actually got matching tattoos with Chris Jericho. Whoa. All right, next one. Cannibal Corpse versus Ozzy Osbourne. Um, Ozzy Osbourne. Okay. And we have... Let me just move that over. Okay, so... Okay. And then we have Motorhead versus Dream Theater. Uh, Motorhead. And Typo Negative versus Black Sabbath. Um, Black Sabbath. Okay. System of a Down versus Dio. Um, System of a Down. Okay. Actually, no, no, Dio. Oh, okay. All right. 
Smedanzo. Okay. And your triple threat match. Corn versus Suicide Silence versus ZZ Top. Corn. All right. So that brings us to the next one. And I think we're going to have one more, no, two more triple threat matches. Okay. So we have the Ramones versus Megadeth. What's that? The Ramones. Okay, I don't know because you cut out uh, for a minute. All right, Judas Priest and Lamb of God. Judas Priest. All right. And we have Guns N' Roses versus Metallica. Oh my god in hell. (laughs) 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 This is agonizing. Um, I'm gonna go Metallica. All right. I think I think they have a better catalog. So we have a triple threat match here. On okay. the in the left bracket. Now we're gonna move over to the right bracket. Iron Maiden versus Ozzy Osbourne. Um, Ozzy Osbourne. Okay. And Motorhead versus Black Sabbath. Um, Black Sabbath. Okay. And Dio versus Corn. Corn. Sorry, Dio. All right. Rest in peace. All right. Here's your triple threat matches on both sides, Ben. Cool. Who's, who's going to the finals? The first one is the Ramones versus Judas Priest versus Metallica. Metallica. Okay. All right. And who's joining them in the finals? It's Ozzy Osbourne, Black Sabbath, or Corn. Black Sabbath. All right, sir. So you're final. Are you ready for this? Yes, sir. It will be Metallica versus Black Sabbath. Before I make my pick, who would you pick? So uh, Metallica has some good songs, their early albums, but I feel like uh, Black Sabbath, I mean, the history of Black Sabbath, they were the they were like the, I guess, the pioneers of uh, heavy metal. They formed in 1969. I, I'd go with Black Sabbath. I agree. So there you um, go. Black I'm Sabbath. Not, I'm not just saying that. So my, my brother gave me the entire works of, um, or, oh, I'm sorry, not the entire works, but like the best hits. Oh, the greatest of, hits. Uh, yeah, and um, that was just, that's an awesome CD. So there you go. Flag Sabbath wins the Battle of the Bands. Fantastic. Now See, before, I can book a tournament, goddammit. What do I keep telling these people? Now, before we uh, get cut off, um, then we're going to do uh, Wrestling Love when we get back. However, between that time, I think I can put together two mini tournaments, two mini wrestling tournaments. Uh, the first one is the greatest Smoky Mountain Wrestling Champion, and the second is the greatest Global Wrestling Federation Champion. Okay. Very good. All right, we're back. Ben, I, I put together two mini tournaments uh, during the commercial. Indeed. And um, you also put yourself on a movie theater screen in the Zoom room. 
Here I am. <laughs> What's going on? All I need is a 20th Century Fox logo behind me. Exactly, right? <laughs> we'll just call it the 20th Century Elio. There you go. All right. I can't believe there was a Disney movie called Elio. It's funny. Yeah. Now, now they pushed it back. It's supposed to come out in in March of next year. It's pushed back to 2025. I'm very upset about it. <laughs> How yeah, dare motherfuckers. Yeah, 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 they have time to release these stupid Dracula movies that are nothing compared to the originals. Well, you know, very often nothing is comparable to the originals. All right, so Ben, I have two tournaments. The first one is a regular tournament. The second is a single elimination, much like the G1 and okay. the Nintendo Classic. So the first one, how much do you know about Smoky Mountain Wrestling? Um, I know a little bit, not much, but a little bit. All right, so the first one is the greatest Smoky Mountain Wrestling champion, and the second is the greatest global wrestling federation champion. So are you ready for the which one which one do you want to do first? We can just smoke him out in first. All right. So the left bracket consists of two matches here. We have Bobby Blaze versus Tony Anthony. Um Tony Anthony. Okay. And we have Tracy Smothers versus Tommy Rich. Uh, Tommy Rich. All right. On to the, on to the right bracket now. And we have Terry Gordy, one third of the Freebirds versus Jerry the King Lawler. Uh, Jerry Lawler. Okay. And then we have the only triple threat match we have here. Brad Armstrong versus Jake the Snake Roberts versus Brian Lee. Jake the Snake Roberts. All right. So that brings us to our final four. Yep. In the left bracket, we have Tony Anthony versus Tommy Rich. Tommy Rich. And in the right bracket, a rematch from King of the Ring 96, Jerry Lawler versus Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. All right. So here's the finals. Jake Roberts versus Wildfire Tommy Rich. Um, Jake Roberts. All right. So Jake Roberts is the greatest Smoky Mountain champion. Very cool. Now, on to the Global Wrestling Federation. Single elimination, uh, we have four matches here, okay? So we have Butch Reed versus Rod Price. Um, Butch Reed. All right. Then we have Gentleman Chris Adams versus Iceman King Parsons. Um... Chris Adams, only because I've 
I have not really heard of King Parsons, so I can't make an educated call. All right. So Chris Adams moves on. All right. And then we have Stevie Ray versus the Dark Patriots. Pardon me. Um, I'm going to go Stevie Ray. Stevie Ray. Okay. So let me just uh, add this one. Tony oh. Anthony was Uncle Cletus. Oh my God. And Dirty White Boy. Oh my God. And, <laughs> and T.L. Hopper. Yeah, I'm saying that. Oh, are you looking him up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I saw T.L. Hopper, I'm like, Oh, that's him. I'm like, wow. I did not know that. All right. Next, last match. Eddie Gilbert versus the Patriots. Um, Eddie Gilbert. All right. So we have our final four in the in the single elimination tournament. We have Butch Reed versus Chris Adams. Butch Reed. Which Reed moves on. All right. And we have Stevie Ray versus Eddie Gilbert. Uh, Stevie Ray. All right. So here's your final Bush Reed versus Stevie Ray. Um, Stevie Ray. All right. So let me just uh, move that over. Okay, Ben, this is what this is what the what you did. Uh, I, am, I am a master at what I do. There you go. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just kidding, but that is pretty cool. Now I, I I already have the tournament set up for next week. I can already tell you what they're they're going to be. So let me just uh, pull them up here. But what we have for next week, one tournament I already have, the greatest ECW champion. Oh, I'm very excited about that. And the greatest Ric Flair opponents. Oh, man. Both of those are going to be absolutely incredible. But um, I was uh, during the break, I was looking up Royal Rumble 88. And you can stick with the number you have. Or we can redo it because I was wrong. There isn't 20 uh, wrestlers in this rumble. There's uh, 19. Well, we can just stick with what we had. Well, do you remember the number you have? Yeah, I had um, 13, you had 5. All right, very good. So we can stick with those numbers. Um, I guess I have to wait to do the cover-up for uh, this, this show. Yeah. Right. Okay. And I guess uh, we'll move on to Wrestling Roulette. You just uh, give me a minute. I'm just going to pull up the playlist. All right, Ben, Wrestling Roulette. Way this works. I play 21 tracks, 10 seconds. Ben has to guess which wrestler that theme belongs to. 
And we have the obstacles. If a wrestler's theme shows up more than once in the rotation, it's minus one point. Very good. So Ben, are you ready for your first one? Yes, sir. Make sure that the volume is good here. All right. Bobby Lashley? No, it is not. That is Solo Sokoa. Oh, shit. All right. Okay. Number two. I have no idea. That is Perry Saturn. Yeah, I would have never guessed that. All right, number three. Chris Masters. Yeah, How do you always get that one? <laughs> All right, number four. Undertaker. Undertaker. All right. Pass. I don't know. That is Alundra Blaze. I always miss that. All right. So glad they're not referred to as that anymore. And they have a more serious gimmick. Los Lotharios. Yes, Los Lotharios. You wanted the board with three. Number seven, here we go. Molly Holly? I don't. No, that is Paul London and Billy Kippen. Oh, shit. That was a weird team. That was a random fucking type in here. Yeah, right? All yep. Right, number eight. Uh, Rusa. No, it is not. That is Jack Swagger. Oh, shit. All right, number Fuckery. nine. Here we go. Ah, I have no idea. That is Vladimir Kozlov. Jesus Christ. All right, number ten. Sentence. 
Um, not doing very well here, but sorry to say, I don't know. That is the dream team. Bruce B. Peak, Greg Valentine. Okay. Paramount Plus oh, is now. Jesus. All right, Ben, number 11. Here we go. Owen Hart. Owen Hart. Sorry, I thought that the volume was turned on the way up. I just did it now. So you are on the board four. All right, 12. The Union. The, how do you always get that one too? Because they say it right up front. <laughs> All right, number 13. Here we go. Sergeant Slaughter? No, it is not. That is the Misfits in Action, WCW. Okay. All right, 14. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. All right, 15. Sergeant Slaughter. No, it's not. That is the Truth Commission. What hurry? Wait, here you go. The Rock. The Rock. All right. Beth Phoenix. Beth Phoenix. Okay, number 18. Here we go. One cell. Is this on? Yo, Jimmy hit me with that triple H. Triple H, my time. Triple H, you want to borrow at nine. All right, number 19. This is the end. Um, I don't know. That is the disciple, WCW. Yeah, I would have never got that. That's okay. All right, number 20. Thank God that wasn't the last one. <laughs> All right. Uh, That's terrible. All right, we're going to rebuild it. All right, number 21. Are you ready for your last one? Yes, sir.
Much better. Evolution. <laughs> Evolution. All right. That's 21 tries. You got 11. Well, that's not too bad considering how we started. All right. So, Ben, we see we're being short to a close. Absolutely. All right. That is it for another episode of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast, episode 288. We will be back on Tuesday with our look at Royal Rumble 1988. Ben, this should be interesting for you. Um, I'll tell you right now, the opening match is just a random one that I feel, I feel was thrown together. Yeah, well, I find a lot of that happening with these 80s pay-per-views, but I am looking forward to it considering... The uh, Royal Rumble is my favorite concept pay-per-view. Yes. So, um, and it'll, it'll be fun to have uh, this show back because we've had to take an extended break thanks to um, uh, all the pay-per-views. Also, a uh, special heads up. We haven't uh, decided on it yet, but um, th- this particular show is being rebranded. Um so uh, we'll come up with a uh, suitable name for you guys, and it will be announced on Tuesday. So stay tuned for that. And uh, yeah, right. I'm uh, I'm excited for it, man. And uh, we'll be back on Tuesday. And God, please, can I have a break and not see you until then? Don't call me and be like, we gotta do a show. We gotta do, you know. <laughs> I love you, man, but you know this is becoming this is becoming a thing. I feel like we're stalking each other. Hold on, hold on. I think I'm getting. I think uh, there's a message coming through. Give me a minute here before we go off the air. I think there's a message coming through, Ben. <laughs> you should check it out. You're an absolute He just texted me saying, Ben, we have to do a show. Meanwhile, we're not even off of this fucking thing. <laughs> I had to. No, but I'm sure I'll be getting an email from the PNC president, uh, sometime this week about uh, our sure. about our contract so i should have that for you by next saturday and if it's not renewed spoil alert motherfuckers <laughs> i quit if this shit is not <laughs> renewed oh no <laughs> all right so for my co-host i'm elio he's been ben see you later to the fans good night to the fans now thanks for hanging out and uh we'll we'll, we'll see you next time hope you enjoy Welcome to the greatest love you ever-